Welcome to God With Us with Pastor Daniel Hahn of the Pittsburgh Tri-Parish Lutheran Churches. It is indeed a great blessing to have you here with us today as we continue to share the exciting truths that are alive in the Word of God. All of us here at God With Us would like to take this opportunity to wish all of the fathers in our listening audience a very happy Father's Day. In today's message, Pastor Han makes a fascinating connection between the celebratory rest for fathers on Father's Day with the heavenly rest that exists for everyone in Jesus Christ. He shows us how this Sabbath rest can give us peace through life's most difficult times. Let's listen now as Pastor Han shares these truths on today's edition of God With Us. Please pray with me. Father in heaven, we praise and thank you for being our Father you have loved us in Jesus as your own. You call us your own dear children. You hear us, are with us, and gift us with everything that we call our own. Most of all, dear Father, your love for us was so great that you sent your own Son, Jesus Christ, to die for us. How can we ever thank you? for all of your blessings and goodness. Grant us in love, in thanks to you, to live lives to the glory of your holy name, to bear witness to your Son and your great grace in him. And bring us finally, we pray, to be with you in your kingdom that will never end. In the name of Jesus, we pray, amen. Our text is from the Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 4, beginning at verse 35. On that day when evening had come, Jesus said to them, let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was, and other boats were with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. He said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? This is our text. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, amen. Well, today is Father's Day. 
And perhaps you're still looking for that perfect gift for dad. Maybe you've considered some new socks or a t-shirt without holes in it or a six pack of his favorite IPA. Those are all good ideas, but there's one Father's Day gift that is sure to be a winner. Give dad a nap. Let dad have an hour or two of undisturbed silence in his recliner or on the couch to snooze away the afternoon and he will be very grateful. As it happens, a nap is even featured in our gospel reading today. Jesus had spent a long morning at the shore of the Sea of Galilee teaching God's people in parables and when his teaching was finished, he invited his disciples to step into a boat and sail with him to the other side of the sea. And on their journey across the water, Jesus took a cushion and went to the small sheltered area at the back of the boat and settled down for a nap. Now we are told that the weather on the Sea of Galilee can change for the worse very quickly. Gale force winds that build on the Mediterranean Sea are funneled down a series of valleys and let loose on those waters and a beautiful day for fishing or sailing can quickly turn to chaos and storm. And that's exactly what happened on that day. Mark writes, a great windstorm arose and the waves were breaking into the boat so that the boat was already filling. That would have been an alarming situation even for those disciples who were experienced at sea. If the water is rushing into your boat faster than you can bail it out, it's disaster. The apostles would have feared the loss of the craft and maybe even the loss of life. It was a situation that called for all hands on deck. But in that chaos and danger, where was Jesus? He was taking a nap. He was asleep on the cushion. It says, they woke him and said to him, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. This morning, based on our gospel reading, we're going to reflect on four things that are made clear for us in that moment when Jesus our Lord was taking a nap. First, we see the faith of his disciples at work. Second, we see the doubt of the disciples. Third, we see the true humanity of Jesus Christ. And fourth, we see the true divinity of Jesus Christ. That's a lot of things to get out of a nap, but those things are all there. We come first to the faith of the disciples. Now this event comes at a time early in Jesus' ministry, when our Lord was not yet fully known to the twelve and when their faith in him was just beginning to take root. They had been called to follow Jesus, they had been listening to his teaching, they had seen him work miracles, they knew he was something special, and the events on the water that day will cause them to think even more deeply about him. They will ask, who then is this? that even wind and sea obey him. But even in, at that moment when faith was just beginning and was somewhat tenuous, still faith was there. 
As the storm is raging and Jesus is sleeping, that faith of the disciples is clearly seen. For when crisis and trouble come upon them, they look to Jesus. Even those experienced boatmen rush to the place where the Lord is resting to seek his help in time of need. And that's what faith does. It looks to Jesus Christ for every good. It trusts that Jesus has the power to help and deliver from every peril. You and I face storms in life just like the disciples did. There are frightening moments when the problems we are facing are far beyond our ability to manage. And we know, without help, we are soon to be overwhelmed. And in those moments, faith looks to Christ as our only help and Savior. We pray to him and cry to him for rescue. And the more we grow in faith, the more we come to realize that those moments when we cannot survive without Jesus are actually every moment of our existence. And so we turn to him more and more. As Jesus naps on that cushion, we see the faith of the disciples. And in the very same moment, we see the doubt of the disciples. Indeed, they look to Jesus for help, waking him from slumber, but they immediately accuse him of not caring about their well-being. They ask, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Which implies that he doesn't care. It would be one kind of doubt to think that Jesus had no power to help in a situation, to imagine that Jesus was just as helpless in the storm as they were. But the doubt the disciples show here is worse than that. They believe that Jesus can help them, but they doubt that Jesus wants to help them. The Psalms are filled with doubts just like that. Psalm 10 says, Why, O Lord, do you stand far away? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? Psalm 42 asks the Lord, Why have you forgotten me? And Psalm 89 asks, Lord, where is your steadfast love of old? Maybe your heart has asked questions like that in times of trouble. God's help or his answer seemed delayed, and you began to wonder if God even cared about you. In fact, sometimes even while we are praying to God for help, we are doubting at the same time that he will actually do anything for us. Like those disciples, we can see our problems and perils so clearly that we begin to question God's promises, the pledge of his faithful love for us, his vow that he answers prayer. And so as Jesus naps, we can see both faith and doubt in his disciples and are called to see the same in ourselves. Now both of those things, faith and doubt, are connected to Jesus. He is the one being trusted in the case of faith or questioned in the case of doubt. And so it is to Jesus himself that we must now turn our attention. For as Jesus sleeps on that cushion, we also see powerful truths about him. 
we see that he is both God and man. The nap of Jesus points first to his true humanity. When the only Son of God took on our flesh and blood in the womb of the Virgin, he embraced the fullness of our human nature, but without sin. All of those things that are common to us, such as pain, hunger, thirst, and weariness, were known to Jesus. Jesus sought rest on that boat because he was truly tired, just like we get tired. Just think about the demands the Lord faced every day. Everywhere he went, people surrounded him and could never get enough of hearing his teaching and wanting his attendance on their needs. And Jesus never said no to those who sought good things from him. He set aside his own well-being to seek the good of those who came to him. Earlier that day, Jesus had exhausted himself in caring for others, teaching them patiently, caring for each individual. Those few moments that he had on that boat were likely the first opportunity he had to rest in some time. He finally had a moment of peace away from the crowds when he could close his eyes to sleep. The nap of Jesus shows a real human Jesus. And every time we see Jesus experiencing the frailties of our humanity, we are seeing a foretaste of his cross. On the Holy Cross, Jesus will bear all suffering and sorrow in our place. And on the cross, he will do the most human thing of all. He will die as one of us and for all of us. The nap of Jesus shows the true humanity of Jesus Christ, but it also shows his true divinity. If you read this account in Mark's gospel, you might come to the conclusion that the Lord's almighty power as true God is revealed at that moment when he calls out for the storm to cease and the creation immediately obeys him. It is true that Jesus Christ does clearly reveal himself to be God, the almighty creator of heaven and earth in that moment, and that his actions in calming the storm will draw his disciples into a deeper faith as they begin to question, who then is this? But perhaps we are given to see something of Jesus as true God before he calms the storm, when he is asleep on the cushion. For if we know, as he will soon prove, that Jesus is Lord of all creation, it means that the one who sleeps in the back of that boat is the Lord who also rested from all his creating work. Genesis chapter 2 says, On the seventh day God finished his work that he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work that he had done. As our Lord Jesus takes rest on the sea, we see a Sabbath image of our God resting from his labors. And that Sabbath rest of God is always one that invites us to share in rest with him. Let's go back for a moment 
and reconsider the doubt of the disciples. The deadly storm is raging around them and they see Jesus sleeping. Is he asleep because he does not care, as they suggest? Not at all. Christ is serene and at rest because he is in complete control. He has perfect mastery over wind and wave and all things. The turmoil that surrounds the Lord and swamps that boat cannot overcome him, nor will it overcome those who are with him. He rests because there is no need to fear. Jesus, who is at peace in the midst of the storm, is inviting his disciples to set aside their panic and worry and put their trust in him. His ease provides assurance that as long as they are with him, they will weather every storm and finally reach safe harbor on the other shore. The disciples struggled to understand that in the moment. And years later, another day would come when Jesus would lie down to rest. And once again, the disciples would give way to panic. On a dark Friday afternoon, the body of the crucified Savior was set at rest in a tomb. And fearing for their lives, his disciples ran away. But he who is Lord of creation is also the Lord of life. Though he was asleep in death, Jesus got up again. He rose in glory on the third day, destroying the power of sin and death for all who trust in him. That night, Jesus appeared to his disciples to still their fears, even as he had once calmed the storm. Peace, he told them. And with that, their hearts found rest. As Jesus sleeps on a cushion, we see the faith and doubt of his disciples, and we see the true humanity and true divinity of our Lord. And if all those things can be seen, it makes that short rest on that boat perhaps the most productive nap in history. May Jesus Christ, our Savior, strengthen you in faith and bless you with his rest. The peace of God guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.
Thank you for joining us for today's broadcast of God with Us. This program is brought to you every week by your friends of the Pittsburgh Tri-Parish Lutheran Churches and this radio station. One of the most powerful things anyone can do is to pray. So come and be with us as we maintain appropriate social distancing starting at 3 p.m. every Tuesday at Zion. Come and be blessed as we pray simultaneously with people around the world for individual needs, our country, and the world. That's Prayer Warriors every Tuesday afternoon at Zion Evangelical Lutheran Church, 237 37th Street, Lawrenceville, Pennsylvania. And remember, all are welcome. Tune in again next week for more of Pastor Han's teachings on the Word of God. Until next time, may the Lord Jesus Christ, our God with us, always be with you.